This is a Raya episode. It's not going to be explicit. We're going to keep it clean today. But listener discretion is still advised. Hello, you beautiful people. And welcome. And welcome. It's a comedy podcast. <laughs> welcome to number 155 of the comedy podcast coming to you on Thursday, 13th May 2021. Eid Mubarak, Salamat Hari Raya, ideal fitri to the beautiful people listening. Today's episode is going to be a Raya special. It's going to come with a challenge. I do these things time to time today. The challenge is non-crude comedy, keeping it clean. So I'm going to try my best not to make the pipi, usual pipi-touch joke, pipi jokes. No um, no uh, uh, references to Satan. <laughs> Hopefully. Hold on. I have a question. You know, the Muslims believe that during the holy month of Ramadan, the evil spirits, they're kept at bay. They're locked up in the chains. You know what I mean? They're not allowed to roam. So that makes me wonder, when when Hari Raya comes, are the spirits like, woohoo, party! They just go out free and start terrorizing people and just possess possess young children and uh, make them kill themselves. How if this was supposed to be a clean comedy? Stay away from the <laughs> demonic possession, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, guys, today I'm just going to do my best. Uh, I, I wrote some um, jokes over here. They're mostly uh, clean, uh, hopefully family-friendly stuff. You can play this in front of your mama and papa. No problem. While you're sneaking off to your grandma's house, which is in another district. But you know you're not allowed to. But you do it anyway because you don't give a shit. Fuck COVID. Let's all die. That's why. No, no, that's not, that's not what's going through your head, is it? What's going through your head is it's not going to be me. I'm not going to be the one that catch COVID. It's like car accidents, isn't it? It's one of those things where you don't think it's going to happen to you until it fucking happens to you. So please, guys, on behalf of the government that I can't wait to vote out, please let's uh, do our part and stay safe. All right, let's start with the wholesome comedy. What am I looking forward to during this Hari Raya? I'm going to talk about the things I'm looking forward to, my favorite parts, and then the things I'm not looking forward to. I think you're going to enjoy when I talk about the things I'm not looking forward to. So my favorite part about Eid, and not my favorite, but one of the things I really like is uh, Raya music. You know? I used to do that to my baby brother. It's really evil. You know, when I, uh, we're eight years apart. So when I was around, I think, 13, he would have been five. So I'm kind of, a at that point, a small adult, right? And he's just a little baby boy. He's still uh, Not five, he was four. Yeah, he was a four, just four. Still technically a toddler. So during Raya, I would just go to him, Hello, are you excited for Hari Raya? Do it, Raya. And he's like, yeah, I am excited. And then... Uh, I'll be like, I'm going to sing a Raya song, okay? And then he's like, okay. And then I'll, when I sing this, he'll start doing a little cute baby dance. So I go like, dun, 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 dun. And then he'll be like laughing and clapping. He'll be excited. And then I'll stop. And then he's waiting for that last part, right? And I go, dun, dun, dun. And then he'll just, uh, he'll just like start laughing. And 
It's so cute. Such a wholesome fucking thing. Hey, Harris, don't swear. You just said the F word. Okay. Uh, you want to hear something horrible that I did to him? <laughs> it's, I think this is... This, this is uh, is that clean comedy? I think it can be considered clean. So I, I was an asshole as a kid, you know. I was stupid, uh, 12-year-old. I didn't know much. So what I did was um, he would be easily be scared. And then I said, if you sin, you will go to hell where the demons will burn you in fire. <laughs> demons burning in fire. And then he would be like, ah, I'm fucked. I don't want to go to hell. Demons and fire, <laughs> and I'd make a like a demonic kind of face. Then he would start genuinely crying tears of anguish as I talked about how Islam says, or at least my ustad says, ninety more than ninety nine percent of humanity is going to hell. That means Mama's going to hell, Papa's going to hell, I'm going to hell, and I told him I was gonna burn by the demon, and he would just cry so much. Like really cry. And then I would pick him up and I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to make you cry. We're not going to hell. We're not going to hell, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then he would be like, okay, Abang. Okay, Abang. You make sure you pray a lot, okay, Abang? And then I was like, I'm going to skip my prayers and go to hell. Ha ha ha. And I'm going to make you come to hell with me. And then he'll be like, <laughs> I have since apologized for that horrible, horrible behavior. And he has forgiven me. Thank God. He's an 18 year old. And uh, he finds it funny now uh, that I potentially scarred him for the rest of his life. <laughs> Again, I'm not proud of it. I just wanted to, to show you the ugly side of my childhood. So yeah, one of the things I'm looking forward to is Raya music, I guess. <laughs> I like that it segued, segued into a little fun story about my childhood. What else am I looking forward to? The food, obviously. You know, We've been starving for an entire month. Just finding ways to get closer to God by depriving ourselves, by self-inflicting the suffering, you know, just to feel the raw pain that is human existence. And then at the end of it, we're going to be like, eat everything, eat fucking everything. All the cows, kill them now. Make them into curry paste. Take the rice, make it even more unhealthy. Put some coconut fat in that bitch and then stick in a bamboo. <laughs> stick it in some leaf things. We're going to eat it all together. Yep, so tomorrow... Got a barbecue plan. Gonna barbecue some chicken wings, some shrimp. I got uh, what else did I get? Chicken chop, yeah. Corn. Got potatoes, mushrooms, asparagus, like the white people. A, a fuck ton of butter to coat all of that in. Cheese, hot dogs. Oh, fucking hot dogs. Hey, Harris, don't swear. Yeah, the food. So my woman's going to make my entire family uh, breakfast, right? I don't know why, but my papa decided that Harit for Hari Raya breakfast, uh, I want dim sum. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have a little dim sum machine uh, as my um, PP touch partner. Uh, keep it clean, Harith. <laughs> yeah, so my woman is good at making dim sum, so she's going to come and do that tomorrow. Um, we're not going to really have much Raya food, I guess. 
but uh, one woman, one woman tried, really tried. So she decided to make one, uh, one pow with chicken rendang in it. I mean, <laughs> uh, that if we ever make a baby together, that's what it's gonna be like, right? That baby's probably gonna look really Chinese, but inside it's gonna be a Malay baby, so it's gonna be like a pow chicken rendang. That's nice. What a beautiful thought. You wanna know my favorite, absolute favorite part about Eid? My favorite part of Hari Raya? I get to apologize to my parents because let's face it, yeah. It's just that hardly any of us are perfect people. We all have flaws, you know? And it's nice that we have a time to reflect and admit it to the people who we cause suffering to. It's like, Mama, I'm sorry I'm a piece of shit, Mama. I just want to shout it from the rooftops, you know. <laughs> Mama, sorry, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> Something about that. It just feels so nice to scream it out. I don't know what it is. But it's a nice wholesome moment. And you kind of get on your knees, you take your parents' hands, you kiss them, and you apologize for being the piece of shit that you are. <laughs> it's something that, I don't know if it's a Muslim thing or if it's a Malay thing, but Malay kids are always like, I'm a horrible son. No, no matter how awesome, how awesome they are, right? You get straight A's, constantly take care of your parents, you know, they're sick or whatever, you constantly tend to them. You make a salary and you give them part of that salary, no matter what happens. These, especially the religious ones, they'll always say, I'm a, sorry, I'm a bad child. Sorry for everything I've done. And you know what? I like that spirit. I like approaching things from the point of view that I am a sinner. Because at the end of the day, I think most of us are. I don't think many people can call themselves saints. Those people who have saintly behavior that don't do anything wrong ever, I think they have Asperger's or something. <laughs> is that clean comedy? I think it is. Boy, guys, how are you liking this clean version of me? I don't know how I feel about it. Can I keep going? I think I can. I've got another 20 minutes more. Or I don't know. I might not finish. I might keep it short today. I know you guys are busy on this beautiful riot day. Okay, let's see. Where was I? Oh, yeah. I was talking about uh, being a piece of shit, right? Okay. So did you know? that mothers often shit themselves when they're giving birth. Yeah, it's just that they don't know what they're pushing. So sometimes there's feces in the rectal cavity that just goes, just fucking comes out. They can't control it, you know? So the fact that mama gave birth to a piece of shit like me, you know, kind of makes sense. It's not that far off from reality, is it? My twin brother, they threw him in the trash. <sighs> why the horror? Why? <laughs> Doesn't help that my people are brown. Hey, fun fact, man. You know, this beautiful, this brown, oh, I can't say that word. You know, this brown guy over here. Uh, I saw pictures of me as a child. And my mom was like, yeah, you know, Harith, when you were born, you were white like snow. We were just shocked at how white you were. And then my father, he was telling me, yeah, Harit, when you were born, I was, uh, I was not, I was not sure. <laughs> but as I grew up, I turned more and more into sort of a twin clone of him, I guess. Hold on, I want to take a talk of my, uh, my vape. So today I'm smoking, what is this? 
Oh ya, yeah, uh, Laichi Longan. What is Longan in English? Have any of you wondered that? I'm going to get on Google Translate right now so we can, uh, you know, whenever we meet the white people, if you say, hey, have you tried some Longan? They'll be like, what is Longan? Translate. All right, Malay to English, Longan. Longan in English is Longan. What the hell? Let me let me just go. What? Is Longan only in Malaysia? That's weird. Yeah, guys, on Wikipedia, it's also called Longan, Longan fruit. So I guess these white folks will go like Longan. What's a Longan? Yeah, fucking Longan. There we go. Why was I talking about Longan? I don't remember. All right, let me move on to the next thing. Okay, I want to. I think this is a good time for me to talk about the things that I'm not looking forward to during Hari Raya. Uh, there's honestly not much. It's a very festive season. But if there's one pet peeve I have during Hari Raya, it's the fucking phone notifications, guys. Oh my god, I hate my phone buzzing all day in general. I hate the fact that I'm part of all these WhatsApp groups that are like, happy birthday, there are like 20 people, and happy birthday, and now we all got to go, yeah, happy birthday, you know what I mean? I'm I'm part of so many WhatsApp groups, they just so go beep, beep, beep all the fucking time. It drives me up the fucking wall because I can't mute them because sometimes there's some important shit that I need to look at. But in the middle of the all the important shit, I get forwarded all these stupid fucking news articles that are either fake news or shit I've already found out about or it's like greetings um stupid holiday and and now I know I'm just gonna get like at least 50 to 100 notifications of people going Salamat Hari Raya Salamat Hari Raya I mean it's I guess it's nice that you thought about me but I really don't give a shit about the photos you send me you know with the captions Salamat Hari Raya with a kutapat in the background and some fireworks that you copied off of Google images or some shit and you blast sent to 50 people. Why are old people doing this? It's so fucking tiring to open. Oh, thank you for the wish. I'm right to you too. Fuck. I send my best to you. Oh, so fucking tiring. I don't give a shit about these fucking Hari Raya stickers, these GIFs. I'm done. Okay. It's already started before I started recording this podcast at 9.35 p.m. The, the the groups have already started. I just can't fucking do this. When I read this, I'm because I, I feel bad. That's the thing. Not only do I hate receiving them, I feel terrible for not replying. You know what I mean? This is why I have to apologize to Mama because I'm a piece of shit human being. Ma, I'm sorry I didn't reply to your Slava Hari Raya GIF. I mean, I live right here. So I don't know what you want me to do, Ma. <laughs> I don't know what you want. Sorry, ma. I'm sorry. I'm a piece of shit, all right? Uh, I, <laughs> what else do they say? Yeah, stickers, the GIFs, the fucking captions. I just don't care. Please, if any of my friends are listening, if you really want to wish me, give me a call. That is something I would love so much. If you're crazy, come and like, if when COVID's over, you can come over and drive and I'll be super happy to receive you. I'll hug you. I'll feed you. But you send me a text, it's, it just feels lazy. You know what I mean? It just doesn't feel genuine. And, and anyone, any idiot, and most of them are idiots, can send a fucking Hari Raya photo. GIF. <sighs> yeah. 
You know what else it is, guys? It's uh, getting these notif- excessive notifications. I feels like it, it feels like it drains my energy almost. You know, I'm very protective of my energy. It's because I don't have much of it. I have a finite amount of energy that I need to devote to content creating every day, to taking care of the family business, to taking care of my family, to listen to my woman. T- listening to your woman takes energy, guys. <laughs> you know, they tell you the stories. They're wonderful stories for sure. Full of emotion, intrigue, drama. The the stuff she wants to tell you all day. But it takes focus because it's not like lazy watching. It's not like just sitting back and watching The Simpsons, you know. It's like watching a documentary. It's like watching The Crown, you know. If you don't pay attention, you're going to get lost. So it's not, it's not leisure listening when you listen to a woman. Anyway, the point is that my energy is precious to me. So... Whenever I get phone notifications, it takes energy for me to divert my attention to look at these notifications and reply them. So like, and and feeling emotions also takes energy. So when I see that 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 Hari Raya notification, I'm just like, oh, boom, energy sucked out. And then I think about replying, boom, even thinking about replying takes up energy. And then I'm like, no, I'm not going to reply. And then I feel bad for not replying, which is an emotion. And boom, more energy gets sucked out. Or if I do decide to reply, now I got to think of a way to thoughtfully reply and boom, that, that takes fucking energy. It's all energy sucking. And I think that's why, that's why, so that's the cause for me, in my opinion, that's the cause of social media causing damage to our society. It's just not, it's not only that it depletes our ability to think critically. It just, it just sucks the the life out of me. And the, the greatest fear is that, okay, how do I say this in a clean manner? My greatest fear about this phenomenon is that it might prevent the occurrence of blood from filling my genitals so that I may be able to copulate with my uh, paramour in the event that both of us feel sensitive in our erogenous zones. There we go. Uh, clean comedy. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is a good time for me to uh, promote my podcast. Hey, you beautiful people. Thanks so much for hanging out. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to help me grow, the best thing you can do is just recommend this podcast to your friend. Just be like, this guy's comedy is so crude. But time to time, he can keep it clean. Check out the Raya episode. It's not bad. Yeah, recommend that podcast to a friend. I really appreciate your help. You want to take it a step further? You want to escalate things? Then the best thing you can do is just to take a screenshot of this episode right here. You can upload it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at the comedy podcast underscore. Would really appreciate your help, guys. I'm number seven on the Spotify charts. Makes me super happy. I think I can shoot higher and I'm going to do it with your help. I'm so confident. While you are there, feel free to talk to me. You can send me your listener questions, whether it be about romantic relationships, um, the uh, sensitivity of your erogenous zones with your paramours or your uh, aspiring paramours. Um whether it be about any problem you have in your life in general with your parents, your social life, whatever it may be, or you read a funny article online that you want me to talk about, I'll be super happy to do that for you. You can DM me at on Instagram at thecomedypodcast underscore. I'm looking forward to your questions. And now, back to the podcast. My father is a liar. He lied to me. The other day at a buffet, he was like, son, 
reading someone's diary is the worst thing you can do why would you even do that i don't want to know people's dirty things if i could hack your instagram i would not do it cuz i don't want to know you have the right to your privacy he was being all high and mighty i asked him have you had the opportunity to read your friend's diaries and then he said yes in university people would leave their diaries all around and i would not read them i would never read them never you know what the hell i can't say hell can i say hell you know what the underworld this man did the other day it was just yesterday and it grinds my gears guys i can't believe i caught such a hypocrite this is what this is what he did man so my little brother and his girlfriend are going through a spat a little bit of a not a little bit it's a huge lovers quarrel and um, the woman was being a bit dramatic she dropped off his stuff at our house either through a grab or whatever and then left a letter in the letter i read some of it not all of it but it was like oh i guess our forever ends today when they were dating like for like 9 months i cannot bear to feel this bad all the time so i'm going to work on moving on anyway here's your stuff back and so on and so forth that kind of thing and my brother in a panic after reading that letter went to her and i'm guessing they had a wonderful time exchanging erogenous fluids but um <laughs> the point is he rushed off so fast he left the freaking letter in front of my front door my papa comes home finds the letter guess what this that's guess what this hypocrite does he just freaking gets so enamored engrossed in that piece of paper just reads it while he walks through the house and disappears upstairs into his room with that piece of paper i couldn't believe what i was seeing this guy this freaking man and i think he still has that letter in his freaking room right now so i don't know what to do about this information guys tomorrow i'm going to apologize to him for being a piece of shit <laughs> i'll be like okay papa i'm sorry for being a piece of shit but can you please admit that you also have your own faults i mean would that be so bad for me to try and attempt tomorrow i don't know guys can you help me Can you help me process this? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. This is a wonderful thing about my brother though. Oh, yeah. He I'm surprised that my brother actually has a sense of humor. My entire life, you know, I kind of thought that uh my middle brother was a bit uh, lacking in the uh cognitive. Um, he's charming in other ways. He's really great with the ladies. Um, fun to hang out with time to time. It's just that it's just that you know sense of humor takes a bit of a brain power you know what i mean my papa's going through a divorce and uh, but papa was going kind of raya crazy you know just raya nazi all around the house hurry do this hurry where is that hurry can you please clean this hurry bring a marker pen i want to i want to make some notes and and the label things where where is the label maker and just you know how your parent asian parents get during the holidays right just fucking every i can't go in my room just got to be downstairs and be his slave basically carry things here clean this clean that heat this prepare that hang this up there 
tell him I don't know where the thing is and then he will I told you to keep it last year <laughs> and then just make me feel horrible basically just being like raya crazy you know he was just having so much energy well whereas I'm just so tired over here feeling like a 70 year old with diabetes just out of breath sleepy dizzy I don't know what it is I don't know how that man is running around with so much energy while I'm feeling like crap essentially so I go to my little brother and I ask him hey why does Abba have so much energy and then little brother says oh because he doesn't have a wife <laughs> That's so good. I love that joke. It's got so many layers to it. Because <laughs> what was I saying earlier in today's episode, you know? Women, a relationship in general takes energy. You need to expend energy to like spend time with them, you know? To have them even as a partner just takes up energy. So the fact that my dad doesn't have a woman in his life anymore, he just has so much free energy to do all these productive things to my like disadvantage for sure. But like, man, that joke is just freaking amazing. I'm so proud of him. And uh, I can't wait if I, ever, if I ever go through a divorce to get that like extra bit of energy in my, in my like mid-50s. You know, I just had the thought that, oh yeah, mid-50s, my papa's getting old. But then I thought about it again. And actually, it's not that bad. Look, I'm 25 years old. If he lives to be, if he lives another 25 years, by the time I'll be 50, he will be around 75 to 80, which is not, I mean, which is getting old, but like, I'm pretty confident he'll still be alive. So I'm glad that I can still if uh, things go well, you know, God willing, I can live another, I can hang out with him for another, basically, my this entire span of my life. I'm feeling really emotional right now, just happy to have this wonderful man. This Raya Nazi for sure, but I mean, <laughs> I don't mind, you know, like he's done so much for me and my family. He, I genuinely feel the love he has for me and just being a softie, just opening up to you guys, you know, I love him so much. I can't wait to con to spend this uh, second half of my the next twenty five years. Essentially, hopefully, hopefully, I can take care of him, make him happy, move to Austin, Texas, bring him there with me. Be like, Abba, look at all the Bangladeshis here. He'll be like, Yeah, Bangladeshis, because <laughs> these Bangladeshis are all around the world, guys. Apparently, there's a bunch of them in USA. I hope I find a good amount in Texas, and he can all uh, make. The he can go and like, hey son, we're making biryani. Do you want to come? And I'll be like, yes, dad, I want to make, I want to have some biryani. And then he'll be like, son, why are you speaking like that? And I'll be like, what are you talking about? What are you speaking? <laughs> uh, the older he gets, the funnier he gets. So he is the boss in uh, uh, the family company. You know what's great about being the boss's son? Yeah, so he's approaching retirement age. He doesn't come to the office much anymore. So he's like, son, you take care of it. You take care of your brothers. You make sure that they have enough financials. <laughs> he says it like that. You make sure that they have enough financials so that uh, they can eat. You know, it's an another annoying th thing he says. He doesn't say quarantine. He says quarantine. In fact, the entire nation of Bangladesh says it as quarantine. You listen to their news shows. 
quarantine. Whenever I hear that, I just want to rip my hair off and throw my shoe at this TV. I just can't. But whatever, I can't. There's like 360 million people over there. I can't go over there and correct a, a whole nation. <laughs> who am I? The man who saved us from quarantine. Whatever. I don't. <laughs> you know what's great about being the boss's son in a family company? Today I could tell everyone, hey, go home. Everybody go home right now. It's a half day, people. Pick, pack up and go home. I get to do that when I don't feel like working. <laughs> Today I went to work and I was just like, I'm tired. Everybody, it's half day, not just for me. Everybody go fuck at home. If because of that decision, my brothers don't get to eat, then fuck it, man. Uh, sorry for swearing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, if um, my brothers don't get to eat, they can just work in a McDonald's or something. I don't know. Not bad, lah, guys. I mean, uh, today's episode in terms of the crude stuff. I think I'm, I'm doing it. I, I swear, accidentally a few times here and there. But I, I know you guys don't mind. It's just small. Okay, uh, now I want to read. Um, I want to read a message from one of my beautiful listeners, one of my OG fans. This woman is a beautiful person inside and out, and. The other day, I asked for some feedback about my podcast. I forgot how I framed it, but this is what she said. Hello, that's so cute. H-E-L-L-U-U-U, adorable. Hello, I believe I have been summoned. Oh my God, she's talking like she's some kind of, she's in some kind of a, like a Harry Potter shit. <laughs> I believe I have been summoned. To answer your question, I feel like your podcast is more or less still giving the same energy as from before. Still that chill, occasionally funny. Occasionally funny? Oh no, I think she finds me lame most of the time. Whatever. Mama talk vibes. I noticed you dropped the occasional, oh, I can't say this word, C-O-C-K, C-O-C-K, C-O-C-K. I'll just say penis, penis, penis joke. Yeah, I might check that back in, which by the way, always gave me a chuckle. I continue to listen because now that I've been listening to your podcast for this long, I've come to be invested in hearing about your life, your journey, and the other unfunny stuff. Oh, great. <laughs> she's really she's really direct, guys. She finds me unfunny. <laughs> If for whatever reason you rebrand your podcast to be the edgy podcast, I'd still listen to it. Uh -huh. Oh, no, the worry was because I'd become less edgy. You know, I'd become more clean uh, the bigger I get. As a Chinese young adult myself, I enjoy hearing about your point of views as a modern Muslim man, as a descendant of the Bangladeshis, as an ex-practicing lawyer, parentheses. I may be wrong with this fact, Lord. I'm not sure what, as to what you do now. Yeah, I'm an ex-practicing lawyer. As a 20-something in an interracial relationship, as the eldest son of the family, etc. Man, this woman knows me. She's been listening. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, Comedy or not, I learn a lot from your podcast, so thank you for that. Okay, there we go. Even in the last sentence, she hints at me not being funny. That's fine. It's not for everybody, but she still listens. So if a lot of you are on the same boat, you don't find me that funny, but this podcast is interesting to you. I appreciate you for hanging out and just listening anyway. I hope you have a wonderful Raya. I will speak to you tomorrow. Salamat Hari Raya. Eid Mubarak Idil Fitri. Bye-bye.